Have you got an extra pen, by the way? Yep. Black, blue, or red? Black. I like my soul. Give a fuck. Clouds. Apples. Biscuits. Religion. Fuck. 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 Desk. Migration. Films of the 1930s. Spending your money. Shoes. Scented candles. Welcome to this episode of Two Fooks, where we discuss what to give a fook about in your busy lives, rating it from 1 to 10 on the fook score. I'm Marius, and right next to me is... Ow! Good morning! Top of the morning! How are you doing? You're filming me, which is interesting. So, how are you this morning? Uh, Does that mean you're good? Yeah, I'm a little groggy. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. Yeah, be honest. I'm honest. You started drinking again, you yeah, motherfucker. But I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a responsible drinker. I'm a, a responsible kind of easy, take it easy, man, kind of drinker. Take, Not a go out, easy. get drunk kind of drinker. You didn't get a blackout last night and just oh, went God, no. bonkers? Jeez, no. I just uh, had a work do and a couple of beers. It was more because it was late, I think. Um, what is your like... Oh, it's like quarter past 12, half 12. No, but what is your preferred bedtime? Uh, around quarter to 11. Yeah. Uh, then I'm kind of good. Then I know that even if it's a little bit past that, I'm still getting six to seven. Six to seven. Mm. Um, so yeah, but that's fine. That's the luck of the draw. You want to gamble, you got to be prepared. Um, but I had a lovely time with some good colleagues and we talked about a lot of stuff, one of which was underlined and confirmed and a big circle drawn around it to be the topic for today. Oh, really? Um, because, and I won't say what it is yet, no, because we're not at that point of the episode yet. But of that course, we, we're not. Marius. We reveal. The I've been here before. Topic. Topic. Yeah, it was a lot of uh, talking. Yeah, food-related people, uh, people uh, who are working in public service industry, and so was this just for the employees? Yeah. Or? Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, uh, and we also talked about some of our values and some of our work goals and some of our personal goals. So there was some really great conversation and people from all different age groups and types of interests and things. So it was it was nice, and uh, it's. Uh, it's one of those things it's important to be amongst such a broad group of people um, because I'm I'm more often than not sort of then on my own or I'm quite happy being on my own and even in such a sort of a vibrant setting I have to remind myself like come on you've got to make the most of this yeah you, ca- you kind of turn yourself up for that yeah I, I mean because I can just feel like I, I'm so used to sort of portioning my time like then I'm going to be doing that and then I'm going to be doing that and then I have to be that part of Al and yeah for home. sure yeah. and it's really it's really important just to sort of 
respond to the environment and respond to people doing things and not to have uh not have so much of a um agenda for your situations um and yeah i think it's it does me good faux show faux show but it didn't do you and so much good today no i'm here you're here i'm living life <laughs> the two foods kids life. are happy they're in school and kindergarten yeah i'm here i'm out here you dropped by here this weekend to get your sight and scribe eye oh that best hot sauce in the world and then <laughs> your youngest one he was like getting ready to get in yeah just he thought we were just out. gonna hang out <laughs> off with the shoes off with the jacket he's like yeah let's yeah. do this yeah <laughs> come to this guy's apartment and hang out And you're like, no, we're not staying. <laughs> <laughs> they're so uh, they're so good. They they know that anybody who's a anybody who's a friend, anybody who's a trusted person, yeah, is like they're just all in. Like, okay, cool. Okay, so we're gonna hang out here now. So. But he didn't want to say hi on the phone, right? When we did the uh, we talked on the phone once, or. One of the times we talked on the mm. phone, your son was in the background. Like, do you want to say hi? Yeah. Like, no. Mm. Oh, that's fine. But he was like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> he's good. Yeah. And how are you this fine morning? I'm good. Are you? I am. How so? Mm, I had a good weekend. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, I work both Saturday and Sunday, though. You were up a very tall building again. Yep. I had to, there's a building downtown and there's a parking garage that the people who works in the building use during work hours. So I can't like just park the lift in front of the mm. entrance. So I had to do that yesterday. Yes. All my trouble seems so far away. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. Um, and then, yeah, had a good weekend. Yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah. Rolling with the good times. Yep. Yeah. So, what are we going to do here? Let's talk about something. Hmm. 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 Well, last time, last episode that's been out is your topic. That yep. was yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we hope that everybody enjoyed it. Um, we got some very very nice response to the uh, previous episode, the friendship one. Yeah, the friendship one, yeah. which is really good, and uh, we are very grateful for that. Um, it seemed like a very yeah, just a relevant topic. Um, We're grateful for everyone that just take their time to listen to it, mm-hmm. which is more than we expected. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's also helped. I mean, chatting over that topic, yeah, I think it helped reassess some of the dynamics um of how we're interacting day to day and also like um how people listening i mean you said that some of our listeners have almost somehow got in touch with each other or they've been in contact and then at some point we might get to meet them Mm -hmm. and There's, I don't know, it, it seemed like an interesting way to almost redraw the lines of some of the 
relationships and contacts yeah. that we have and uh, I'm glad that we sort of went over it so we talked about that then we talked about yourself which I'm looking forward to hearing how people absorb and get down with I think it was a really interesting episode it was and so here we are what I'm going to do headquarters two Fuchs HQ repping hard um, in your, in my slippers. In I'm in your slippers because that's how that's how comfortable we are here. I'm gonna wear your slippers. <laughs> You're gonna watch. Yeah, I'm I'm wearing your slippers. They look good on you. Yeah, they're keeping my feet warm. Um, I'm gonna bring up a topic. I'm I th- I hope we can just discuss it because I think it sort of fits in with some of our interests but in terms of some of the larger concerns that are going on or that we are led to believe are going on in the media and in the world hit me with your best fook <laughs> <laughs> did you just think of that yeah like, <laughs> come on come on come on um, it, but we can rate this one way or another and that is the point and it's going to be either the negative or yeah. the positive uh, scale here um i mentioned i was with foodie people I mentioned i was with sort of that that crowd um hashtag foodie hashtag foodie <laughs> <laughs> it's flexitarianism flexitarianism which is sort of a loose hashtag hipstified term yeah which has cropped up uh and it's easier than it sounds but the point is you not you're not putting yourself in one category of eating you're just rolling with everyone you're kind of rolling with what you want to eat yeah and you're allowing yourself this is where it's sort of uh, I'm sort of looking at how it works is you're looking at what you eat and you're like you're vegan I'm for the most part vegetarian um you're <clears throat> it's almost like a a given that we're concerned with environment or we're concerned with ethics yeah be- being in that situation but what i'm wondering what i'm asking you and what i'm sort of asking myself is when it comes to like eating right should we actually be so engaged and thoughtful about it that we eat a broader range of things that could include uh, ethically and soundly raised animals or fish uh, or basically what is local what is the thing that you're being served basically the thing that is the most low impact for that area and for that time of year yeah best for the season best for the you want to say livestock in the region best for the economy in terms of local farming for example um should we be eating 
should you and I be eating? Would we be doing more for the environment and the well-being of things if we actually ate a broader range of stuff? Is kind of my point. What do you think? I mean, from the vegan point of view, people always say that's the most ethical way of eating and that I have to agree with but they also say it's the most environmentally friendly Mm. way of eating but again is it though Mm. I mean maybe more environmentally friendly than like just going to the supermarket and buy whatever is in the meat section there Mm. but I mean we eat a lot of vegetables and fruits and stuff like that and not everything is grown locally Mm. or even in Norway Mm. and it has to be imported here did I send you that video of the guy talking about the amount of production it takes to make um, uh, canola oil based spread instead of butter no it was an American uh, uh, kind of shock journalism video guy and he does videos about all sorts of stuff and I can't remember his name right now and we'll have to follow it up at some point. But he basically made a video saying uh, vegans making the choice to have non-dairy-based spreads and going for their oil or, or corn oil-based uh, alternatives... He then went through the production chain necessary to produce the corn oil. Hmm. And it was tremendously industry uh, resource heavy. And all of the, or a large majority of the machines used in those processes were petrol and oil driven machines right so from an environmental impact perspective the processing of a lot of the alternatives to even the bad quality meat or the mass produced uh, bad quality milk based products is the potential of the growing of an industry that is equally land grabbing and agriculturally unsound. Yeah, because the livestock needs food mm. and they're mostly fed like soy or corn products. Mm. And if they're not getting it, it's used to make alternative products. Mm. The same amount? I don't know, but it has to be produced for them to make the products so that comes to the thing about resources in general yeah is that there is not there are not sorry correct use of my own language i'm probably messing that up all the time so (laughs) (laughs) there are not enough resources to cover all of these potential styles of eating were they to be taken on as a whole for all the population of the planet 
there has to be some kind of like they call it wilding in England uh, wild uh, field growth or wild area development I think there's also a program in Holland in uh, one of the northern parts of Holland where a farmer um, I heard about a particular case but there might be more but a farmer will do 80% of his land industrial farming I think 20% of it or 10 to 20% he just leaves completely wild yeah and the animals that are in that part are of such a different and diverse quality and that's what he chooses to eat and what a small number of people in his uh, network will choose to eat but the demand and the sale push is for the 80% industrial farmed but he cannot uh, financially survive having the whole 100% in a wild format yeah of course so there has to be either that where you're subsidizing the right environmental alternative with an industrial uh, support Mm -hmm. or everybody needs to be even more aware of what they're eating and scrutinizing it but be prepared to eat a more varied diet yeah and say of what is available here i should eat the the local lamb chops from the farmer up the road than compared to the, the sweet potato from yucatan or yeah. something like that i'm not sure where yucatan is or if they have sweet potatoes so shout out to to, to sweet potato land sweet potato land yeah um the what is the better choice or the imported like soy meat thingy from wherever yeah Yeah. because that's the point like starting to choose like you say a a soy burger or a uh, i don't know whatever fake meat vegan whatever fake fake meat meat, that probably isn't being made here most likely not um, unless you make it yourself, though. Unless but you th- make it yourself from locally grown, you products. can do stuff from locally grown, like oats. You can make meat alternative stuff, uh, mushrooms. Uh, my mom sent me an article. Shout out, mom! Good hey, morning. Mom. Um, about the extreme rise in mushroom growing uh, because of the market craving it both to go into meat alternative but mushrooms are so good though yeah i know mushrooms are so good i told the kids yesterday that apparently there was a time on planet earth when fungi Fungi. ruled and there was mushrooms as big as trees and i don't think there was much living other animal stuff it was just all these sort of micro spore formations everywhere so it was like fung- fungi age yeah <laughs> fungi age <laughs> fungi age so but okay so but that kind of i mean all there is of course a room for growth and development and as people say and i have to give a shout out to my um friend and colleague burger because he is he eats what he wants and he always eats really well and he always makes fun of me for making sort of quite bold 
statements about what I want to eat. Um, but he does say it always will come down to money and it will always come down to who can make money. And now these industries are opening up with meat alternatives and and such. Because the they people steering the money the are just going to sit on top and say, all right, slash and burn all of that, plant oats, plant corn, plant soybeans, yeah. sell it, make the most until that runs out. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not interested necessarily in the diversified diet or a more healthy living alternative on the whole. True. We're being a bit cynical here, but there is... coming back to the resource thing there is no way that all of these things can be limitlessly produced all the time so what back to us is our responsibility I'm saying to myself should I be should I have the goal or I do have the goal of being more of a flexitarian yeah to to be able to make a choice on a day by day basis of what's what do, what do i feel i want to eat what do i where do i want to put my stamp of of uh food choices food choices yeah um so i don't know how this resonates with our listeners and what they're doing because this it, it and it takes time you've got to take extra time and we don't have a lot of extra time but i'm i'm just feel i'm a little bit dubious about whether a whole alternative industry still ending up giving us ready food in boxes which doesn't come from the country we're in that doesn't seem like the answer to our ethical and environmental problems but what is? I don't know what the future of that looks like no in what sense? <clears throat> what does a healthy food future for the population yeah. of... I, I mean, you can't, can you say the population of Earth? What does that look like? How... And we're... The, the, popu- like the world population is increasing so much every second. Which and that's the- not sustainable either. No. <laughs> what do we do? We're fucked. You know, it's like sometimes I, if you really try and consider that point, it does feel a little concerning, yeah. to put it lightly. I mean, there's for every deaths. There's like two births. Hmm. Yeah. No wonder the population number is just going up, 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 up. Hmm. When does it stop? Because everybody wants kids. Hmm. Multiple kids. Yeah. I mean, I talked with someone the other day about the what had happened in uh, China, if I remember right, about the limiting of... But didn't they remove that again, though? Yeah, yeah. 
but sure. for a long time. Yeah. Um, and that was a infringement of human rights, technically true, speaking. True. But having said that, it also it's a good like people should have a certain amount of kids that's allowed. Mm. I mean, I was very conscious of it, and I am very conscious of it having children. My, not my justification, my reasoning as I look around and wonder about these questions is, and this is why obviously that that parenting role comes to be a little, yeah, of course heavy and and uh, worrying in that res- in this respect is. If there are going to be all of these issues only being more and more complicated as time goes on, I hope that my children will be somewhat engaged enough with the important things involved to help the environment or the, oh, yeah, yeah help their local environment help their general environment help the the well-being of the people around them uh, to some degree because if there is exponentially more people there will have to be people amongst those people who takes more responsibility than the other ones possibly put like that yeah yeah and because if everybody just do whatever they want hmm how would that go? Not well. So it is quite a responsibility. Like we've got Greta Thunberg at her young age talking. Yeah, the Swedish girl. Of, yeah, yeah, talking to a lot of international politicians and speaking to big industry, shaming them to a degree for where we're at. She's been shamed as well from everybody. Mm-hmm elaborate on that a little bit no I mean she's been like marked and made fun of mm. because she she actually speaks up instead of not saying anything mm. and then the people who don't give a shit they just thinks it's stupid and makes fun of her mm. which isn't right to do it's not right at all I mean it exposes the petty uh but again, but again, that says something about their mindset, not her mindset. Mm. So, yeah, I mean, that's at this point. And if these discussions and these factors continue, then there will have to be quite a broad thinking, prepared wave of next generations coming yeah. who are going to be able to tackle some of this stuff because... How are we? I mean, I, I, I don't know how ready we are or how prepared we are for tackling some of these big realities if, as and when, they start to actually manifest. Yeah. I mean, they are already manifesting. We we understand that the increasing environmental catastrophes are linked to, in some degree, to the Mankind. human experiment yeah to mankind and even to consider that is quite mind-boggling um 
Mother Earth went like, here you go, here's a planet you can live on. Forever. And, and man, man, mankind just, oh, thank you. Mm. We're going to just fook things up royally. Thank you, Mother Earth. And be be greedy to a degree that is unnecessary way too unnecessary and that's and that and like cycling here this morning I saw like a a tie wrap a plastic strip in a puddle and then a paper cup a piece of plastic in the bush next to it people don't give a shit <clears throat> well it's interesting you say I mean I, I, I'm just thinking more like you're still in a way crossing your fingers saying if all people disappeared tomorrow the planet would figure okay. itself out but yeah. we're not on the whole going anywhere <laughs> we're doubling <laughs> yeah and it's like there's o- there's only going to be more of that yeah so why not try to make an effort yeah and to come to that mother earth thing like that's that will never change and no. our connection to it is so important we have to think very seriously and very engaged with how we are living um because it's it's clearly not really been the right trajectory for a lot of the parts of the last hundred years to get where we are yeah and i cycle five days a week but i might drive my car on a saturday is that all right I gotta, I gotta hope that's vaguely okay. Um, as again, the guy Belga I was talking to, if you eat fifty percent less meat in your diet and you do that with your family too, you've kind of come in, you've hit the goal. Yeah. That is optimal. Um, if everybody did that, that would make a big difference. But if five percent of people eat no meat and everybody else continues to do what they want eat meat for every yeah, then that doesn't work so it's like it, I don't know these kids are gonna have to be more responsible than the previous generation yeah and that's heavy for them if uh, unless it feels natural but I think we're coming to a point where people or I know we're coming to a point where people get more conscious of what they're doing and that looks delicious that yeah thanks last sip of tea last sip of bush tea got a bit (laughs) chewy Um, should i be drinking bush tea from south america Ooh. should i just be drinking hot water (laughs) should i just be getting the rain from the from the roof and putting that in a cup and drinking that yeah boil it and then just drink it Mm. then put some like local flowers in it yeah we're on to something here yeah. um, no I was saying I know people are getting more conscious about their choices in it's, it's like becoming a trend to be more environmentally conscious mm. than like 10 years ago 20 years ago Mm. which is a good thing and I also think that will 
the new generation will catch up on that and hopefully be more conscious about what they're doing again I really hope so. I mean, I really hope so. And, and there will always be people who don't give a shit. Hmm. But hopefully that percentage will be lower than it is today and has been up to this point. But for all the discussion about uh, environmental awareness or a growing trend of that, I felt this when I left here from our previous recording session is that I left and we were super enthusiastic and we're doing the right thing and we're trying to engage with things. And I cycled back to another part of town and I sort of, as I got where I was going, I sort of looked and the 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 first four people I saw properly... I had to write it down in the studio the day after because I was like, I couldn't quite wrap my head around this. If we're thinking about society as a whole, people in general, was an older guy, Mm -hmm. maybe in his 60s, sheepishly finishing off a small bottle of liquor and dropping the bottle in a flower bed. The second some seconds later was a guy sat on a bench with crutches who was very big and looked quite confused and his clothes were wet and he was wearing only flip-flops and he was breathing really heavily Um, so he was maybe a patient at a care centre who was out for some fresh air but he, he was struggling with himself himself then I saw someone shoving a piece of takeaway cardboard pizza in their face like they were in a rush (laughs) and that was the one elixir of life that was going to save solve all their problems (laughs) that was the closest thing to them right then and there and then I saw a lady who was for one reason or another in sort of a a wheeled um, mobility wagon um, all uh, this in like and these were the f- one after another and I was like right am I in cuckoo land <laughs> like with what we're talking about like that sense of optimism and hope and engagement with things and what we think is important when the general population if that is a standard cross section that people have so much challenge or um, things going on in their lives that are making it quite a luxury to consider the things that we're talking about. Yeah. Or are we doing the right thing by making the time to talk about these things? Um, and I I don't know it sort of struck me as a very difficult one because like you can be as optimistic as anything about growing trends and people being more engaged and cutting down their meat and driving their car less and this and that and being uh, uh, conscientious about stuff but you get the feeling that the general populations of the countries in we're living in that could be western world or otherwise they don't care 
in general? Maybe they don't care, can't care, aren't uh, susceptible or open to the kinds of media channels or information that might make them care. Um, yeah, that's a weird one. I, I, why wouldn't a human being living on Earth be more open to like being better for the environment? Mm. Because you've maybe not had the information or the encouragement to address what the environment is, what it means. But it is everywhere. At least these days, it's like in newspaper, and I don't read news, but there's always, you can, mm. it's everywhere. It's in the news, it's in like magazine. What does that mean to me waking up here on a Monday morning and getting the bus to work and going home again and getting some food out my fridge and eating it? Like, and then just I don't back. see it. I don't, I don't get it. And but then it's, it's weird. I haven't got enough money or I'm having troubles at home or my family is somebody in my family is not well or you have a challenge with a child or a loved one all of these things are also taking up a, a huge amount of people's concerns and thoughts yeah and if that counts for quite a lot of the population and the populations are increasing and they're not and the resources responsible and I still can't put these two together but if you dear listener and and you and me uh, go into any supermarket in your town if you are in a country that has supermarkets and that sort of stuff look at the amount of food in there walk two minutes down the road to the next store look at the amount of food in there how is it that there is all of this produced stuff just ready to go everywhere sat there and we have the opportunity to be more scrutinizing what we're eating but the food's getting produced the crops are getting circulated and produced the animals are getting farmed and 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 handled and made into stuff how do we interrupt these cycles that are going to be so problematic? How do we engage with it? How does the population as a whole get engaged? Uh, it's... I don't know. Um, hence, coming back to the flexitarian thing, should I? I, I want to be almost one step more than saying I don't eat that I don't eat that why don't you eat it well because I feel that my body's better without it and it's a better environmental choice but almost to make a choice that once in a while I eat a meat or fish thing that is from a local traditional producer yeah, or to a- make sure that local traditional producer stays Local. Doing what they're doing stays local, stays producing, so that this local environment is that bit more stable and imports less, relies less on the transport of 
raw materials from country to country. But we're way too deep in like export and import and money and mm. industrial stuff of everything. So I don't think. But something's got to happen at some point. Like it, 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 it. That's what we're saying. It's like either it's all just going to continue endlessly until there's people literally falling in the sea. There's so many people. And there's not going to be enough room for everybody. Room for everybody or food for everybody. Yeah. And it won't matter how many planes and trucks and trains and stuff are trying to carry food from one place to another. Either that's going to happen. Yeah, because at some point <laughs> it will be so many people there's not enough room for growing stuff. And we'll have to build skyscrapers and stuff like that. So there's a huge also point that the kids being born now and then the next generations their mindset to what living a healthy life means is going to have to be so radical so innovative so out of the box of where our development of humanity's come to so far because they're going to have to be like all right we have to figure out how to live on another planet yeah and we we have to do that now or we have to learn to live underwater. <laughs> when we have to do it now. Mm-hmm. We should have started. Like with Greta Thunberg. Yeah. You've robbed me of my... She was actually right. Yeah. Like, it, so, I don't know. And it, she's not the first person saying it either. She's just been... No, she certainly has been very visible yeah. for a lot of these cases. Um, so, coming back, I'm going to rate it. Uh, flexitarianism a goal to myself to be so woke as a chair is awful sounding (laughs) house of horrors chair Um, to be even more engaged as a as a consumer and a buyer and an eater that I can try and research and buy and eat with good positive conscience that I am supporting my local infrastructure and my but I don't think that has to be with flexitarianism I think that has to do or you can divide that into eating in general yeah yeah for sure uh, I mean either if you're eating eating plant based or you're eating vegetarian or whatever you're eating Mm. try to make the best environmental conscious choices you can Mm. and at the moment i mean we love to put labels on things so maybe it's not very helpful putting a label on it with the flexitarian thing it's just something that i heard and it's one step further it's basically just trying to say as you say Make more <clears throat> conscious choices of what you eat. Yeah, and that sounds like a no-brainer, but as we're finding out as we chat through it, it really is not. It is so far from a no-brainer. Yeah, people have no brains <laughs> when it comes to this sometimes. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to give it a... I'm going to give it... Um, I think I'm going to give it an 8. It's something I want to aspire to, but 
like we say, I don't like the, the name of it. I, I don't. I, it's too simple. We need to go further. Yeah. Um, so we're rating the flexitarianism thingy. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not even eight. Seven point five. Yeah. It's an it's 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 an effort, but we're failing to properly engage with this type of mindset for what's going to be necessary. Yeah. Seven. <laughs> I'm, I'm scoring Going down. down, down, down. Well, down. only because I feel that the remaining, what what is not being rated is. I mean, if you were, is, ra- it's is nothing is really good enough yeah. right now. If you were rating eating more conscious, mm. I would have given a big score. But flexitarianism. Mm. Nah. but it's good because then we're taking a relevant term and trying to give it a bit of a a bit of analysis yeah i'm gonna give it two and a half yeah so we need we need more thought we need more engagement and i'm going to try and look for some ambassadors and stuff i have to give a shout out um, genuinely to jamie oliver in all of this because he has maintained a very broad diet He's pushed into plant-based. He's pushed. But he he's trying to do more local grown and well, stuff yeah, like that, and right? He, he it's almost like he's always done all of the elements, and he's tried to consistently shine light back on what's healthy, what's in wh- the season right now, what's in the season right now, what's good for producers. Um, you could argue against the fact that he's then opening a new chain of restaurants. I think in Asia after having financial difficulties in Europe I don't know is that a good idea I'm not sure maybe but basically to there are some spokespeople who are saying try and engage with what you're eating day by day week by week um, be a conscious eater so even me as a eating plant based I could be more conscious too but yeah <laughs> There was almost like a shake of the head, like, yeah, but it's you have to make so much effort into it's not accessible enough. Mm. So you just go to, I mean, the grocery store is literally behind that wall, yeah, and it's just like a regular grocery store. But they is, is it better to? No, I don't even want to go there. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to say walk I, over to the parking lot and eat the plants? No, I was like, is it better to walk over there than to drive around to several grocery stores to get what I need or to just walk over there and get whatever as much locally stuff mm. I can get from there? Mm. I guess. Yeah. But I mean, there's going to be research into this and there's going to be people trying to analyze and show data as to what is suggested to be the right thing to do mm-hmm. um, but again there's going to be a huge amount of interpretation in that but at the end of the day as long as we're thinking about it and trying to be more conscious and then there's going to be a study saying one thing uh, by one group of people and then there's another study by another group of people saying the opposite and then there's like a third study from like people from both groups saying something completely different yeah. so and then you as a consumer are reading all of this and like hmm, what's hmm. what 
what do they want to address here? Mm. I'm confused. Mm. Okay, so... 2.5. Huh? 2.5. 2.5. I said 7 in that I think it represents a lot of things in the right direction, but it falls short of the mark as a, as a definition. Um, yeah. Yeah. There we go. Marius. Al. I'm feeling the need to ask you here and now for a value item or experience. Oh, I have a new album. A new album? Do I you, I don't have a new album. You Marius's <laughs> soothing vegan sounds volume 8. <laughs> Come join me as I make a lentil soup. <laughs> it has eight tracks. Yeah. Of course um, it does. Let's see. I got it here somewhere. It is the group is called Revolution. 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 And the album is called Free Rain. It's like this. All right. Rastafarite. Yeah. We, music. Reggae. Reggae. Yeah. It's good. New. No. No. It's, it's old. Okay. Older. Okay. But I like it. It's calming. Yeah. Check it out. I will check it out. Now. Yes. Now. You can do it later. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw... Oh. Yeah. Do you have any recommendations? I do. You do. I do. You do. And it's another musical one, Ooh. actually. Actual- and I don't know why I've not said it before, because it is so important. Ooh. Uh, Abba? <laughs> Not ABBA. No. Not for my part, anyway. Okay. Um, Beatles. It's the music of Frank Zappa. Mm-hmm. Now, if you do know the music of Frank Zappa, any listeners, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't know the music of Frank Zappa, have a little look, have a little listen. Spotify has recently uploaded all his records. Hmm. He made, I think, 68 studio records. And there is at least that amount, again, of live recordings. Cool. He developed hugely through his musical career from almost like tongue-in-cheek mockery of a lot of the stars of the day through into very avant-garde jazz rock, through into classical music... Uh, composed theatrical pieces there is such a variety and the man himself was an incredibly engaged social commentator and uh, talking about people taking things for granted he also went um, slightly into politics at one point when uh, he felt that the US uh, trade export import was being done so stupidly with uh, some European countries that he made a connection with uh, the president of Czechoslovakia uh, at that point um, and tried to make international relations just work a bit more sensibly Um, and he got very uh, a lot of bad flack for it but he would constantly go against the presiding authorities the word of the day parental control of their kids he would slash and burn everything to try and protect people's freedom of speech 
what they could do, what they could listen to, how they could enrich themselves and learn the truth about the world that they're living in. And that philosophy is littered through a lot of his records. And uh, it's phenomenal. His life's work is some of the most important music there is. So I hugely encourage people to discover or explore some more the music of Frank Zappa. Jag liker Zappa, men Zappa liker säkert inte mig. I've heard about that. Liva är för hypt. And Norway has quite a good relationship with Zappa really. He came here and played some shows. Uh, there's one particular song, Bobby Brown, that yeah. has always been on Norwegian radio for mm-hmm. some bizarre reason. Uh, so there we go. So that's that. That's that. Is that that? Is, is it this that? it? Is, is this it? Is this it? it? Is this it? Have we arrived at that bit of the show? The end of the uh, folk ride? Yeah. Yeah, I think Where so. Where as I hold my hat up and say yeehaw. And the uh, the roller coaster cart come sliding in and people are clapping and yeah. oh it was a good ride and then they say hold on a minute if we want to get in touch what do we do then they can do that over on Instagram they at can two fooks two fooks or they can go to Facebook mm-hmm. at two fooks with triple O yep or they can send us an email delightful yeah yeah, yeah. they can send us an email to info at twofooks.com it's it's that easy. It's that easy. Make use of that technology, people. So it's easy to interact with us. We're and here. like you said in last episode, mm. if you see us, mm. you know us, mm-hmm. come up to us and tell us what you think about topic or whatever. Yeah. Face to face. Face to face. Face to face. Yes, please so. Fook to fook. Fook to fook. From one fook to another fook. And on that bombshell of fook, we, we thank you, dear thank listener. Oh, thank you, everybody. For taking everybody your time. for listening. Oh, we appreciate all of you. And we will see you or hear you or you will hear us. Yeah, they will probably hear us before we hear, <laughs> before we hear them for sure. Next time. And thank you all. Thank you, Marius. Have a good day. I will. I'll try. I'm, yeah. I'm going to need a cup of coffee now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Al a cup of coffee. <coughs> Ooh, definitely. Fool. Fool.